Welcome to Just Saying. I'm Joe McCormick, your host. Happy to be back. Thanks again for listening to the show. If you're new to the podcast series, I'd love for you to subscribe. And even more, please give me a positive rating on iTunes. If you haven't read the book, Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, I highly recommend you you read it to help you become a concise communicator. The point of this podcast is that we're leading a movement uh, of motivated and brief communicators, and we'd like you to join us. You know, we've seen that uh, at the Brief Lab, where we teach leaders and their organizations how to master concise communication, the value of getting to the point and how that can help your ideas stand out, certainly, but also the impact that it has on your career and the success that you'll have professionally when others fall flat around you and can't get to the point. They really struggle with making simple things cut through the clutter. That's the point. So let's really excited about today's show. Let's uh, let's tackle this one to the ground. Um, the point of today's show is the difference between hoping versus knowing that your point got across. And the distinction is a subtle one, and people are off left thinking oh yeah, I made my point, because they wanted to, but that doesn't mean they knew that it happened. So a friend of mine once said that, you know, hope isn't a strategy. Well, certainly hope isn't a way of approaching effective communication. You need to know that your point got across. And I think that a lot of people would like to think that they made their point. But in this, in this podcast, let's, t- let's tackle hope versus knowing, hoping versus knowing. So Imagine this. So you're you're you've got a two two very let's say very successful professionals, and they've prepared for a very important meeting, and they got their slides, and they've got their their points prepared, and they've gone to the meeting, and the meeting lasts an hour or whatever, and they've got a bunch of important people in the, in the room. And inevitably, the meeting ends. People shake hands, they leave. Maybe there's some things they agreed that they would do. And I call this kind of the conversation down in the elevator or walking across the parking lot. Well, those two people are talking about how did it go? They're out of earshot of the client, maybe, and nobody can hear them. So, how do you think it went? One person says to the other person. And the other person says, it was great. Pause right there. Wanting it to be great and knowing that it was great are two very different things. Everybody wants it to go well, but how do you know that it went well? See, the other person responds, I thought it was terrible. How could two people in the same meeting have two totally different opinions? And this happens all the time. A new sales rep goes on a meeting with the owner of the business, or um, two people go and pitch um, a new client, or you're having a meeting with uh, your manager, and your team is sitting on the table, and you're, you've got some points that need to be made, or and you just don't know. You just don't know. So in today's world where people have, we talk about this a lot in the book, that people have very symptoms of ADD, attention deficit disorder, and they, they really have a hard time focusing. You know, their attention spans are shrinking. They've got a lot competing for their attention, and it's very easy to lose your audience. I mean, we feel it all the time, right? You're talking to people, and they're looking at you, but their mind drifts. And... When you go into an important conversation or an important communication, whether you're sending somebody an email or you hit send, 
how do you know that they'll get it? That they really understand what you understand? How do you know that transfer happened? And I'm sitting here right now and I'm at a conference with a very important client of mine. In, uh, we're in Toronto right now. And um, you know, they've got 300 people in this conference. This is their global leadership meeting. There's a lot on the line. They're talking about their annual programs and new strategies. And I'm helping them with framing their value proposition. Why do people buy from us? Well, there's, there's this moment in this, in this meeting where we don't, we need to pass the, we hope that they understand and they walk away with the message to the point of, we know that they're going to get the message. And you got 300 people and they're all coming from different places. Some people are, you know, running out the door and they're leaving issues at home and other people have got, like I've been at this meeting a dozen times and I've heard this all before, been there, done that. Got a lot of different mindsets in the audiences. So how do you know? That they're going to understand. Well, my experience as we approach this, there are really some basic things that you have to do in order to know that a person's going to understand. Um, in one of our recent podcasts, we talked about don't don't confuse excitement for understanding. Well, people can get excited or, pre- or pretend that they're excited, or you can get so excited that you think your excitement is going to transfer an understanding. There, there's there's a, a short list of things that I think that you need to do in order to be effective. Well, one is have a point, make it clear, write it out, and state it simply. The point of this presentation, the point of this meeting, the point of this conversation is, and then say it and make it simple so that people can hear that right away, right up front, and it's unmistakable. This is what it's all about. And just tell it to them. And then make sure that you repeat it. Hearing it once isn't enough. Um, second thing I recommend to people is ask or design moments where people can play it back to you. Okay? This is like the old telephone game where I tell you and you tell somebody else. And, and in corporations, they call this cascading a message where the message starts from the top and it's kind of like a waterfall and it just kind of flows down. Well, the difference here is that that water kind of goes right over the rocks and people aren't getting anything. So you want to stop along the way and ask them then to play the message back to you. And you, in a meeting like the one we're having right now, we're going to do some exercises where the participants are going to hear a message and then we're going to break them into smaller groups and have them discuss it, tell each other, and then play it back to us in exercises where we can see it. It's kind of like we do this in uh, our courses at the Brief Lab where we... Uh, we have them tell a joke. If you think about that, I mean, there's a structure there and it's pretty simple. You can find the joke. It's a setup, a body and a conclusion. There's a punchline of the joke and you tell a joke to somebody and then somebody else tells a joke to somebody else and then you can compare, you know, what, what's changed. So that's one thing is ask for the playback. So here, can, can people tell you in their own words um, what the point is and what they've heard? And then the third thing is, uh, connect whatever you're saying to them in what matters to them. So they call this like the witham, the what's in it for me. Whatever message you're delivering to somebody, you want them to get it. Make sure that there's a, some benefit to them to understand it or this message is going to impact them. If the impact is not clear, there's their motivation to listen isn't, isn't clear. And that needs to be stated explicitly as well. So if you're sending somebody an email and you want to, them to get and understand what you're saying, connect 
connect it or hook them into the reason why they should listen or what's the impact for them. So this is going to last you a minute to read and the impact is it's going to help you finish this project that you're working on or if you're sitting like these guys today, there's 300 people in the audience, the impact is it's going to help you grow sales this year and exceed our quota, which is an, an ambitious one or whatever, whatever that might be, but make that explicit. So when you look at those three things, make it simple, state it simply, have a, have a point stated, uh, ask the audience to play it back to you. Right? Don't, don't just tell it and hope that they heard it. Ask, ask them to tell you what they heard. And then the final thing is connected to what's, what's in it for them. Those three things I th ensure that you know that they got the message versus that you're hoping them. We do something in our, in our courses at the Brief Lab, particularly to our uh, military clientele <clears throat> in Fort Bragg, North Carolina. And the exercise is called My Big Idea. And what's interesting is that we have people partner up and, and uh, you know, partner A tells partner B their idea and then partner B needs to tell the group what they heard. And it's a very interesting way to, to, for a person to share something that they're very passionate, very excited about, and then hear how somebody translates or shares their idea and, and where, where things get lost in translation. It's a very, it's a very powerful exercise because you, you, you are given the opportunity of, of, of seeing how you're heard. Um, and, and people often never, never witness that, never experience that. That can be, can be very, very powerful. So to, to, uh, to wrap up today's podcast, I think the, the key thing I want you to think about is be confident in clarity. This, this hope is not a strategy. Well, hoping your message is, is going to get through is, is not enough. You need, to, you need to be confident in your clarity. Confident that they'll get it. Thank you so much for joining me. Just saying is a podcast meant for you and for sharing. So please help me spread the word that less is more. If you want more information on our programs at The Brief Lab for teams and organizations, please go to our website at www.thebrieflab.com. You can also reach out to me directly via email at jmccormack at thebrieflab.com. I answer inquiries personally and really, really love hearing from listeners. Just saying.